everybody and welcome into the first Mandalorian podcast of season three for us. It is I, Cookie, along with Mr. Bohan. Bohan, how are you right now? Life? Life? How are you? Mm. I hate life. Hate life. All right. Mm. Not the best way to start, but let's see. Maybe this podcast will pop you into not hating it as much, maybe. I don't know. Let's see what happens. We have Mandalorian Season 3 has just went underway. Got to see the first episode. We're going to be doing all spoilers, so if you haven't seen the episode yet, this is your spoiler warning. Please go see it and then come back, because we're going to do full analysis, recap, breakdown, and, of course, what we think of the episode, which is where we're going to start this pod off at. So, Bohan, do you want me to go first, or do you want to give your thoughts uh, on this episode first, straight out? Uh, you go ahead and go first. All right, I will take the lead on this one. Um, so if I'm taking the pod or not the podcast, if I'm taking the episode fully and exactly how I thought it went. I would say I didn't like it. I'm gonna be honest. I thought that this episode was pretty strange. I. There's a lot of different little problems I have with it, but the biggest problem I have with this episode was it felt it felt wrong. It felt like the editing was off or the uh, everything just felt off. I actually had to check to make sure that John Favreau was still directing this because it felt like someone else completely different took over the show. It didn't feel like The Mandalorian at all to me for the first uh, from what I remember the last two seasons being. Maybe it's just been a long time since season two, and I guess it has been, and maybe I've just forgotten what The <laughs> Mandalorian is like, but this did not feel right at all. This felt We very had season two strange. in, what, 2021? So has it been? It's, well, it's, has it, it, been it was that at long? the end of 2021, I think. So, yeah, probably. Yeah, it's been over a year right. at least. So, yeah, I, I did not like this. I just I, I just thought it was strange. Maybe I'll think differently later or maybe by the end of this podcast, but I uh yeah, there was I I don't like where the plot's going, although I'm not entirely sure where the plot's going, but my guess is I don't think it looks like it's going in a good direction. I thought the acting was extremely bad for the first time. I've never thought the acting was bad in The Mandalorian before, but it felt bad. The dialogue was terrible. Um, and even the fight scenes, uh, like the space fight scene, I thought was weird. I just, it just, it oozed laziness, I think, to me. I, and and I've never felt that way about The Mandalorian before. And I came in with pretty low expectation. I think we talked about this a couple times um, on past stuff. I, I came in with very low expectations. I really didn't think this season was going to be as good as the first two, just because they have so much less to work with than they did in the first two seasons. And it's kind of hit below my expectations for the first episode. So I I haven't read reviews of anybody, critics or fans, so I don't know what people are thinking so far, but I, d I don't like this start, mostly because the way it feels more than anything else was bad. And that's a big concern for me because I, I don't usually see that change significantly from episode to episode, but I, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. So that, that's my thoughts. Uh, just general thoughts on the episode did not really like it. 
So, uh, what about you? So, general thoughts on this episode for me is, I thought it was fun. Uh, I, I can never really say I found myself bored during the episode. I there was there was a lot going on. I don't know if everything that's going on makes sense, but there was a lot going on. I wasn't really bored at all. Um, I thought some of the little action scenes that we had were were okay. I actually really did like that space scene. I I'm surprised you didn't yeah. like it. Uh, I liked that. Um, are we talking about spoilers right now, or are we just doing? Uh, like... You can throw some spoilers. You can throw some spoilers in. This isn't non-spoiler. I already gave okay. my warning. Well, the show kind of had me like right at the beginning. Whenever giant Godzilla crocodile dinosaur monster came out of the water, it's true. I it, don't know. It was a giant reptilian monster. I don't know why that happened, but as soon as that did happen, I was like, "Hey, this doesn't make sense." But <laughs> I get really biased, I guess, whenever giant monster comes out of nowhere and starts killing people. Like, you can throw that on a screen, and my eyes are glued to it. I I love that stuff. So whenever that thing launched out of the water, I was like, I don't know why this launched out of the water. I don't know <laughs> where they are right now, and I don't know what's going on, but this is making the scene a lot of fun for me. And... All these Mandalorians, I think they were having like a ceremony for another foundling because they yeah, they were bringing out like a helmet, a baptism or something. Yeah, they were bringing out they were bringing out a helmet for a foundling, mm-hmm. and they were going to put it on him. And uh, giant crocodile Godzilla monster interrupted it. But uh, yeah, as soon as stuff like that happens, like big dumb monster fun, I'm a sucker for it. It could be you know, it could be absolutely terrible and not make sense, and I'm still having at least fun. I'm not saying that it's a good idea to always do that, but it does keep me entertained because I love watching mm-hmm. giant monsters destroy cities and kill people and all that stuff. So watching them all do that and struggle, like, and I got really giddy whenever they were all, I don't know why they were doing this, but they were all shooting like their tethers into the crocodile yeah. monster. And I was like, that that thing is so big and your blaster fire is doing nothing to it. Why are you trying to hold it down? Like, what what is... There's no way. And then it death rolled. And I was like, oh, I got really giddy when it was death rolling and like sucking them in under it and crushing them and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, there we go. I like that. I mean, just just dumb stuff like that entertains hmm. me. Um, I did like you- the space battle. I, re- I think I think what I liked about the space battle the most is anytime like Mando showed up, they kind of played his theme and like that really. Uh, yeah. I don't know what the sound is that you call it. Yeah. Make, but like every time he popped out of like an asteroid and like blew up a ship, it always made that sound and his theme was playing in the background. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, overall, maybe the space fight was lazy, but just the fact that like they they did cool sound effects and music and stuff, it just kind of went along together for me, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I Overall, I had fun with the episode. There was a bunch of just random mumbo jumbo in it, but I don't know. Maybe... Maybe it's just getting to the point with stuff now that (laughs) you can get. uh, Yeah, I guess. Maybe. I mean, see, as far as Star Wars is concerned, the last thing we saw was Andor. That was the last Star Wars. Well, I guess Bad Batch, but that live action. Live action. Yeah. Is uh, is Andor. And Andor, Andor was just so clever. Andor was so smart. And 
this episode for me was just so not smart. It's kind of um, like we went from we went from having almost a Game of Thrones esque like dialogue plot. Closest we're gonna get to Game of Thrones stuff Star Wars, yeah. With Star Wars back to nonsensical fun Star Wars. That's kind of how I'm I guess viewing this. You're you're kinda right. I will say this about like I can I can get with some nonsensical fun sometimes. But my problem was that it felt so what it sucked me out of it because it felt this is going to sound so dumb. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a better word because it felt so unrealistic, which obviously it's Star Wars. It's not supposed to be realistic. But you're right with the tether thing. Like why the why would the Mandalorians ever be stupid enough to try to tether a giant crocodile? Like they have no chance of doing that. There's all these warriors, these Mandalorian warriors are just completely inept at fighting this thing. And it just makes the Mandalorians look like pieces of shit. Like they all just suck. It did. Like, it made them look really it made them look really, really bad. Dumb. But at the same Not time. Not just that. Why were they doing this in a place where that where there's a giant monster that could pop out at any time? And if and if and if they're like, well, that's our religion, okay. Well then they should at least be prepared for that to happen. They certainly didn't seem to be prepared for it. I don't know why I mean, they, they all just didn't go back into the tunnel. But Yeah, they they could have just left. I don't know why they were staying there. There was so many different, and the only I got thing they see... did that made any sense was the bombs they put on its back. I'm like, okay, that might do something, right? Maybe. But once those blew up and still didn't do anything, I was like, oh, you, uh, you all have quite the uh, issue on your hands. I'm like, is he just gonna eat all of them? And then Mandalorian is just gonna be the new. He makes his own religion because the old <laughs> religion is literally gone. <laughs> That's what I was starting to think might happen here. I'm like. I mean, that was her cave that she always makes Beskar armor in, right? So, I mean, she knows that well, area. They, yeah. Didn't they I have to move, though? Like, I yeah, feel like well, they've had to move. It's been so long since I've seen the first two seasons. I feel like they I know they were had on to Navarro move a couple of times. I think they moved and stuff. I, I don't know. It just didn't... That was just odd. I, I guess we'll just... Since that's the beginning scene anyway, we'll just start our recap right there. But that that scene was like it looked pretty cool. I thought the monster looked pretty cool. It was a pretty oh, yeah, cool design. Really Basically, badass. just a giant space. It was a crocodile, alligator. turtle, Godzilla, dinosaur monster. Yeah, it looked pretty. I'm always cool. down for that. But it was just it was a bizarre. It was a badly shot scene, though. I didn't like the way they. I didn't. There was a lot of these little problems, which are sometimes hard for me to tell that this is why I don't like an episode. But I think it has a lot to do sadly with direction like where the cameras were and the way that they were shooting the scene made the mandalorians just look inept moron look like inept morons like they just couldn't come up with any possible way to do anything in this situation. yeah i'll admit that this seemed like, very odd they were handling in that very poorly um but yeah like i said once once i got to see it like death roll while they were all tethered to it, I was like, all right, you guys deserve that. If you're going to be that stupid, then yes. Well, yeah, they totally deserve to lose to the thing. I, I mean, and he ate a couple of them. I'm like, all right, yeah, well, maybe this is why the Mandalorians aren't doing very well. I don't know if I blame this on the Empire. <laughs> I can't fucking handle this kind of... Like, we've seen a Mandalorian literally handle... Like, how many giant monsters has Din Djarin fought? 
He's fought uh, like three in the last quite two a few. Seasons. Yeah, yeah. There was because there was the big rhino monster that Grogu. The one with the with. Sandman that he fought. And then, and then the there was Sandman the giant spider, fighting. like the ice spider. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. Yeah, yeah. there's the ice spiders, and they also the sand Tuscan Raiders were fighting. Um, some yeah, giant monster. Dragon. Was it a Kraut dragon? Kraut what, dragon. What were they yeah. calling that? Some sort of dragon. So, he, Din Djarin has done fine. Now, to be fair, he he would have got killed by the Rhino if not for Grogu. So, I mean, I guess I can't say that. And the Tusken Raiders did help with the other monster. But Din Djarin was also by himself. He didn't have like 20 of them in one spot. Yeah. I'd figure 20, 20 Mandalorians up against one monster. I expect the Mandalorians to win. I, I'm, I'm surprised they were struggling that mightily in that situation. And maybe, maybe, maybe that's not how I should think, but that was just. It's just kind of weird, especially for a first no, I, season I, of the season. I agree with you. But once again, I just, like I said, you throw a giant was, monster on the screen, I become instantly biased. I'm like, all right, I like I like what's happening here. It was a Especially cool if the monster is winning. He was and winning. I like it more. He was dominating. <laughs> I was like, no one had a chance. I was wondering if he was going to eat the kid for a second. I'm like, there's no way. Disney's that would have been awesome. But if I Disney did that. Snatched right up. It's so sad. I really, I really would have liked this episode a lot more. Let's What's wrong well, as we progress through this. <laughs> we'll talk about because one of the things I actually thought was really kind of almost dark in this episode was uh the uh, thing that takes place in front of the school. Because uh, whenever you think about that in context, that is <laughs> that is kind of messed up. Well, we'll get there. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's definitely something I want to talk about. Um, we do see Mando show up shoot the thing with a missile which makes sense i mean yeah missile should take that thing out well not just any missile it's like a that was a photon torpedo that's like yeah. one of the things that blew up one of the trade federation ships in episode one mm-hmm. i love hearing the sound effects from the phantom menace because of the starfighter that he's in i still love that starfighter a lot so i'm a big fan of that no problem seeing that in in the show again um but then uh I guess I can't call him the Mandalorian in this situation, so I'll call him Din Djarin. Has a conversation with the Mandalorian lady, who I don't know the her name. Armorer. I just, sounds I think, much I just cooler. call her the Armorer. I think that's what everyone else calls her. It sounds cooler than Mandalorian lady, so let's go with the Armorer. <laughs> the Armorer. And they have this meeting. The Armorer is giving him crap again for taking his helmet off. I get it that that's the Mandalorian religion and everything, but this plot I think is going to be hard for me to care about for very long. Like I don't, I don't care. I, I think that that's going to like, I hope this isn't the plot for the entire season is him just trying to become Mandalorian again. Like I could care. I'm pretty less. sure that's what the plot's going to be. Why did I, I understand Honestly, at, at this point who should just have try to have fun with the journey, I guess. I guess, like, I don't care about this plot if that's what they're going to go with the whole time. I don't even know why he cares at this point. Like, he obviously cares more about Grogu than his religion, or he wouldn't have taken his helmet off. Well, he's got Grogu. I say just go off and do whatever the hell he wants at this point. He's already given up the religion, or it's kind of what I figured when he took the helmet off, but he's very desperate to stay a Mandalorian. I mean, he could be a Mandalorian and not I, I don't understand because I feel like Din Djarin's character felt like he got beyond this to some extent, but apparently not. So I guess we'll see where they go with that. But as of now, I don't care about that idea of the plot. And I 
don't know if most people do or if we're supposed yeah. to. to be so the one thing that I did think was cool about this scene is he pulls out that stone that is encased in like uh, this glassy looking substance. Yeah, crystalline um, looking thing. Yeah, and it has Mandalorian text on it. I thought that mm-hmm. was really cool because the way that the armor describes this is that and what I kind of got from it is that Mandalore was bombed so hard that the surface of the planet like glass essentially became glass. Yeah. I thought that was a neat detail. Yeah, it's pretty dark, but it's pretty accurate too from everything I've seen that's ever been said about Mandalore after the Imperials and the Empire and stuff. So I'm glad they're keeping that darkness to it. They didn't like dumb that down. Um, even if it was done subtly, I still like the way that they presented that. Yeah, because the Empire would have had to have blown the absolute hell out of Mandalore. Well, I mean, that scene where they show the bombers, like, it's right, like, those, those are mushroom clouds. Oof. I mean, <laughs> I so mean, it's it like just kind of a thousand hertz. kind of goes bombs. to show how, uh, how seriously the Empire, I'm assuming, took Mandalore as a threat, considering yeah. they went that far. To where the planet is supposedly just completely uninhabitable, blew the living shit out of the place. I mean, it's a uh... yeah. I mean, that's pretty dark, and they did it subtly, but I'm still glad it was in there. And I guess we'll see more of that. I hope, obviously. I mean, I assume that's I where get to this see. whole show I wanna, is going. I want to see Mandalore. Like, I want. Yeah, I do too. That's kind of one of the things I'm curious about, uh, and maybe looking forward to is. Is Mandalore as bad as everyone says that it actually is, or is it just a, a a scary curse to keep people away? Like, what is is somebody just saying, "Oh yeah, that planet is uninhabitable and it's spooky, and if you go there, you'll get cursed, and you, yeah. you shouldn't go there." Well, the Mandalorians are very people, religious, so I mean, sometimes when people say stuff like that, though, that means that sometimes there's something to hide. So you you, you never mm-hmm. really know it. It could be anything, yeah. I guess. They could go I'm there. Just like Mando, Mando could go to Mandalore and go to this fountain that he's supposed to bathe in to cleanse himself of his sins. And whenever he goes down there, there could be a Moby Huge down there just waiting for him. Oh, and so that's like, that's all it is. I was not expecting a Moby Huge to be here. And he has to like you expect that liquids out of it and bathe Oof. in the liquids of the Moby Huge. Wow. To that, cleanse that him be, of his sins. That would be a very unusual direction it for Disney be, to take this. It could be anything. Could be. I, I've never considered this. You know, now that you bring this up, I want this plot to go forward. This is the plot that I'm looking for. You have convinced For those me. of you that don't know what a Moby Huge is, it's a giant dildo. Just look it up. <laughs> Just Google it. That'll that'll go really well for you. Um. Wow, I don't remember what I was going to say now. It took me on a whole other adventure there. The you were um, talking, talking about not caring about the plot. Oh, well, I mean that helped. <laughs> I I feel like this plot needs something. Hopefully, will be added. I mean, they do present a lot of different avenues that maybe this will go, but that needs to go for me soon. Like that needs to go a different direction. There's a lot like, of different. This plot just doesn't matter to me enough. There's a lot of different branches that this show could go off of because there is there is a lot of a 
there was a lot of a little bit of everything in this episode, if that makes sense. Because he goes to, uh, what's the planet called? Navarro. I can't remember. And he goes to Navarro and meets up with uh, I can't remember his God, name either. I forget his so name. bad with names right now. But he's the guy that would issue out all the contracts. I'm for Mando. remember his real name, the actor. I'm Anyways, not remembering that either. He's in this episode, uh, and he gives Mando the option of, hey... Carl Weathers. That's the actor, at least. Ah. Uh, I got that much. I'll find his Mando, actual name. <laughs> he gives Mando the option of staying uh, at Navarro, and he's like, hey, I have a plot of land down here that you can uh, you can have, and you can be my marshal. And Mando's like, nah, I got to... I gotta go rub me a Moby Huge so I can cleanse myself of my sins. And then some pirates show up, so we have some stuff with pirates. And then there's stuff with Bo-Katan. Like, there's, there's a lot of different branches and a lot of variables yeah. in this that could get pulled into the story to where I His think... His name's Grief, I think, by the way. Grief? That's what I thought it said on here. was Grief. Unless I'm missing something. Grief Cargo. Yeah. Okay. That's his name. Grief Cargo. Well, anyways, the point that I'm trying to make, I guess, is they showed us all the different characters that could be involved with the story throughout this season. And mm-hmm. it, it could branch out into a bunch of different things. Hopefully they're interesting, but... Do you know like what I was said, going on? Go ahead. I think this season is probably just going to be more about the journey than the actual destination. That's... That's what I'm taking from this. What did you understand what was going on with that hyperspace thing? Like when, because Grogu was looking no. around in hyperspace, like what no. is all those things? I know I, Grogu probably thought they were frogs and was wanted to eat them or something. <laughs> but what the fuck was I don't that? I don't know if those were like organisms that can, like giant like jellyfish, live, live in space and are able to like. I, I don't know what those were. If those were Nothing other ships. Nothing got said about it. It just disappeared. And then we don't, like, if those were ships, they didn't look like it. They certainly weren't the pirates they, or anything. They didn't so. look like any sort of normal ship if they were ships. They almost looked like some sort of living organism. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that would be. Uh, maybe maybe that's something that, like, really huge Star Wars buffs might know and trash us in the comments about. Like, you idiots, those are space whales. They can travel space in the speed whales? of light. And they <laughs> I they actually heard. can travel in between time and space, and they, they feed off of the energy from being in space light speed. Whales would be, uh, space whales would be a different one. That's an interesting idea, though, that space whales feed off the energy of light speed. Sounds cool to me. I don't understand it, but sign me up for that. You're You're creating your own, like, Star Wars universe right now. With the Moby Huges and space whales, and got something there, man. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't understand that scene or what the fuck was going on. So they I end mean, up on was, Navarro. It was cool. I, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I, I was like, that's maybe, interesting. I mean, I don't hate it. I just don't know what it was. Maybe we'll I didn't find know what out it was later. Either. Oh, we'll we'll probably find out from one of the seven people that comment on this. So Navarro. When he goes there, Navarro looks completely different. It's like a sprawling civilization at this point. And also they have a monument to IG-11, which kind of pushes the plot in a direction that I definitely wasn't expecting them to go. But we'll get to that in a minute. He has this meeting with uh, Karga. 
And they don't really well. Basically, they say what you were talking about about him saying that Mando, you know, Din Jarn should try to uh, hang out here, and Mando should just live in the area and just chill with Grogu and stuff. Now, I will say one of the only things that really worked in this episode for me was just Grogu being Grogu. He was still cute as fuck. He just like he's just using the force to spin around spin on the chair. Around in the chair. That was cute. He's, that was that he's was using funny. the force to, to take little pieces of candy out of the candy bowl and eat it. Yeah, I mean that was still kind of cool. Like I still I still actually legitimately <laughs> enjoyed Grogu in this episode just being dumb and cute and cool. So that 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 worked for me. Um but a part of me doesn't really understand like again, I'm still struggling to see what why Mando wants to wants what he wants so badly. Like I understood it with Grogu, like that motivation made sense, but now that Grogu is kind of resolved, they're gonna have to work a little harder for me to care about this part. And so part of me is looking at what grief tells him and I'm like, Yeah, that sounds pretty good. He should uh he should take that offer and just mm-hmm. hang out. Like I, I don't I don't get it yet. And then the thing with the pirates comes up. Now, this is what you were kind of bringing up earlier. See, I thought I thought this was actually kind of dark because the building that these pirates are wanting to go into used to be the saloon. Well, now it's a yeah. school. <laughs> yeah. So the pirates are like telling Grief, like, hey, we want to have a drink. And he's like, yeah, let's go back to my office and have a drink. And the pirates are like, no, we want to drink here. And he's like, well, that's a school. You're not getting a drink there. And they're like, we want a drink here, damn it. And uh, he's like, nah. And like, basically what ends up ensuing is things get a little heated and they have a little shootout in front of mm-hmm. a school, which I'm pretty sure there's children right in the doorway watching yep. this. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I actually thought this was kind of dark because these pirates just get ass blasted right in front of all these school children. I think it was dark. It, they, it was dark and strange because it happened right in front of the it school. It was really strange, but... <laughs> but for me, like, I get pirates can be dumb. These ones were really dumb. What in the... the like, insanely dumb pirates. I mean, I get that pirates can be stupid sometimes, but, like... Like, if he's just looking for a fight, I don't think this... Obviously, that's all he's doing. He's obviously not trying to actually get a drink inside of school. Like, he just wanted to kill somebody. It's like... It's just a strange, like, I don't know. That felt weird to me. Maybe it shouldn't. Maybe I should expect the pirates to be that dumb. Like, I usually, when I see space pirates in Star Wars causing ruckus, they're usually causing ruckus, like, in, you know, Moss Eisley or someplace that's kind of shitty or kind of, like, you know, is more like the Wild Wild West. And this place place clearly isn't. And I think that's obviously what they're well, trying to demonstrate here. It but used the to be. pirates should because... realize that. <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure the pirate guy used to be associated yeah. with Grief. And Navarro did used to be like that. You know, mm-hmm. that's that, that the original in the season one and everything. But I, this just felt odd to me. I, like a lot of things in this episode just felt strange. Like that just felt weird. I mean, the scene where, and they kill most of the pirates. I mean, that's kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like Karga wins the duel and then a couple pirates try to, you know, take shots afterwards and then mando shoots down like like three of them cargo shoots down another one so it's just left to the main yeah, they, pirate they, get guy. A, they get absolutely blasted so there's a bunch of dead pirate bodies laying in front of the school and uh after this all kind of goes yeah. down he sends the main pirate guy away he's like 
you get to live. Go go back and tell your captain to screw yeah. off. Not fuck and, with us. Uh, so he runs away and like <laughs> grief is like, go get a service droid to clean up all these dead bodies. Like <laughs> 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 I always make the service droids do it. I thought it was an interesting touch that there were little tiny droids holding, holding his up his cape yeah. up. I was yeah. like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> it was just an interesting <laughs> little touch. They also, this is an interesting part of the conversation because they talk about a couple characters who I, I guess are probably not going to be in this season at all. I know one of them won't be. Where they talk about Cara Dune. Yeah. Obviously, there were the issues with Gina Carano and she got fired. So, but I do like that they didn't just replace her character with another actor. They just kind of wrote her out of the story. Mm-hmm. I prefer that. They, like, I, I they like that it, they did it that way as opposed to they did it a different way. In a way that makes sense, too, because they just said, oh, yeah, she got recruited into special ops. And I was like, well, oh, fair enough. All right. I mean, that's that like, you know, we, you know, I don't want to get into this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. With the actress. But that's a pretty good way to write her out of the story. I, mm-hmm. I prefer that to bring in somebody else who doesn't look like her and it's just like what the fuck is this <laughs> you know so that that's better for that but he also brings up moff gideon he says that moff gideon i guess is going to some new republic tribunal uh to await uh, uh i guess his court case <laughs> so i don't know if we're gonna see moff gideon or not i really don't know if esposito is involved at all this season i would Personally, like to see I... him I would like to see him too, just because I can't get enough of Esposito. Yeah, you can't go wrong with him. Yeah, Giancarlo, I'll take as much of him as <laughs> as is possible. So I hope to see him, but I wouldn't be surprised after what they just did there that we do not see him this season at all. But we can always hope. So this is about the same time that Mando brings up that he really wants IG Eleven brought back to life, basically. I thought I, I did think this was really strange. This is like, why? dumb as hell. <laughs> I understand that Mando doesn't trust droids or something, although I thought he got over this. But Mando's like regressing a lot in this season. Maybe this is why I hate hated this episode so much. It's like it's like the last two seasons didn't happen. It's like his character progression just disappeared. He's like, I'm super religious Mando again. I hate droids again. I'm like, this is the Mando we got at the beginning of season one. It's like he regressed to it after two seasons of character development. I'm like, I don't really understand what I'm seeing here. This doesn't seem like the same character to me. I thought he kind of loosened up a little bit. Like, I, It just seems really odd to me. I didn't think he was going to go in this direction. But this thing with the droid is really dumb. Like, For one, we have enough problems with characters never dying in Star Wars. A droid died, a sacrificial death and it was you know it wasn't really emotional or anything but it was it was a neat scene it was a cool death for the droid and then we're just gonna bring him back too like come on with this like i hate this kind of stuff it's bad enough nobody can die in this show anyway it's like you had one character actually die and you can't even like let them be dead. You can't create a new character. You have to just revive them. Now, again, we don't know what they're going to do because he doesn't ultimately revive him, at least not in this episode. Not yet. But that's another weird storyline. I'm like, what are they going to take five episodes to revive a character that I don't (laughs) want revived? Like, this is really going to be painful to watch if that's where this is going. So I kind of hope they find another way to do that with the droid. I did like whenever, because uh, Mando tries reassembling the droid himself, doesn't mm-hmm. go very well, and uh, so they end up taking the droid to the uh, those little 
goofballs that Little are really good mess. with yeah they're really good with technology there because there is the one that was in Bobby episode Frick. nine mm-hmm. yep. and uh i really i liked the only re I, I don't like those things i don't know why but i don't like them and the fact <laughs> that grogu was picking one up and like bullying it i was like yeah <laughs> yeah kill it grogu kill it like there was a couple moments well for one that scene right before the droid smith where ig11 comes to life and starts trying to kill grogu i hated that scene like that was so awkward for me like i had no fucking clue i'm like what is going I on i thought it was weird that like they couldn't figure out what to do with it like and mando, I, I think um mando just even had a yells shootout. out Mando just had a shootout with pirates and nailed every single one of them. Yes. Miss a shot, and he's point blank with that droid while it's scrounging around on the ground, and he can't hit it. Hit it, <laughs> or he's hitting it and it's not doing any damage. I guess. <laughs> what is that droid got like insano armor now? Well, and those are assassin droids, he... right? Yeah, so I guess I, like I mean, he I... just can't shoot it. He was missing a lot of shots. That's what was bothering me. I can understand oh. it can it, it probably can actually take some blaster fire because it is an assassin droid. It's probably yeah. built to take some firepower, but the I fact mean, that he was just missing it at like it, it's right at your feet. How are you missing it? Well, not just that. The fact that he's shooting at it kind of defeats the purpose of him trying to get it back to life anyway. I, I like this was just a weird scene, and then it <laughs> dies from like the droid knocking over a bust of grief on it. That's using then, your head. I was like, oh, oh man, that's nice. That's nice and cringe. Oh, so cringe. So fucking cringe. I hated that line. <laughs> I could not believe that like there I mean, I wouldn't say the dialogue of Mandalorian is great, but it's never been bad. I've never thought the dialogue of Mandalorian, I'm like, Ew. that was the first time the dialogue of Mandalorian has straight up just sucked. <laughs> that was terrible dialogue. And the, throughout this episode, the dialogue was subpar. Like I said, it I wouldn't say it was awful, but it was subpar. It wasn't interesting. It was very rushed. It didn't feel natural. And that was the worst one. I was like, what the hell? Like Mandalorian, <laughs> like, come on, dude. You would never say, no, not, not you. What a lame ass line. It's like a lame Marvel quip. Oh, it's worse. God. So after that cringe explosion of dialogue, we get to... <laughs> We get to see the droid smith. Now, this is the first time we've seen a droid smith since, since like you mentioned, in Episode Nine, of Rise of Skywalker. I didn't hate them. Well, I didn't hate Bobby Frick in Episode Nine. He was just kind of him. weird. I hated most everything in that movie, so he was kind of involved in it, so I kind of had to hate him, too. But I didn't really hate them, necessarily. And then in this scene, I actually kind of liked them. They were kind of funny. They actually had some semi-funny dialogue. Um, there was too much, honestly, funny in this episode for me, but it was still, it was, it was kind of funny. And I, the, the Grogu picking him up though. I'm like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I'm like, I like, is he trying to eat him? Like, what, what is that I happening? was hoping, I was hoping that Grogu was either trying to eat him or was trying to like, you know, how some people say don't shake a baby. Like he was just trying to shake him so hard that it just kills him. Like he just dies from his brain. <laughs> He's rattling bashing his, his head off. <laughs> Either that so or it could have gotten a lot darker. Like Grogu was... just like. <laughs> Consumes him. <laughs> Grogu just... spits out his bones. Grogu like picks him up and shakes him around. And Mando's like, hey, stop that. And Grogu's like, no. 
And he just like Grogu no. just yeah, Grogu <laughs> just straight up says no in a really deep <laughs> voice and just pins the little guy down on the table and like Grogu whispers into his ear, like This is my nice This is gonna feel right and wrong. Oh no. Then I think we Wait. know where it's gonna go from there. <laughs> I don't think we need to say anything. I don't wanna know where this is going. Well, I didn't think any of that. I just thought I just thought the <laughs> I thought Grogu was so fucking goofy and it's just weird. And then Mando's like, stop that. Oh no. It almost started to become like a cartoon or something like this. It's getting kinda it's getting a little too Saturday morning <laughs> for cartoon for me a little bit. Um that was a strange scene, but I don't hate the droid smiths, I guess. But ultimately just means that Mando might have to find another part, which is a very lame plot device for me, but all right, I guess he's going to look for a part. It feels very RPG side quest kind really of thing does. to me. And not a creative side quest. <laughs> kind of like a basic, boring RPG side quest. Um, but anyway, he goes up into the sky and is sexy as hell and one starfighter. And the pirate guy's there and he's brought friends and they're all pissed and they want to hurt Mando. So they get into this space fight. So this is another thing we kind of differ on. I didn't like this space fight because you really don't see anything. I mean, everybody that blows up, he doesn't like most of it happens either off screen or it's hard to tell how they blew up. They kind of just like it edits to the screen and then they explode. And I'm like, what did he even do? It's just like Mando's just kind of kicking everybody's ass. And I don't yeah, really see, know how he's doing it. What I did like about badly this. Edited for me. What I liked about it and kind of what I got from it is this fight's going on in an asteroid field. Yeah. So I took it as these pirates came along going, ha, 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 Mando, you're you're not going to get the best of us. We're going to kick your ass. And then, you know, thinking that they have the upper hand on Mando. And Mando pulls out this Uno reverse card and starts kicking their ass. And what I liked about the way that this was shot is the pirates became the fish in the ocean and Mando became the shark. And he was just picking them off one by one in this asteroid field, like a predator would ambush its prey. That's kind of what I took it as. And I think that's yeah, probably that's... why I liked it, but I I just didn't like the way they shot it. I mean, it's fine if Mando wins. Obviously, I don't expect him to lose to a bunch of pirates. And oh no, they're both dead, and that's the end. Yeah, that the would be thing, quite a shock. But the one thing I did think was cheesy is whenever the one pirate dude is like, "I'm bringing him around to you, Captain," and they like turn the corner, and yeah. the big pirate guy's there with his big ship, and uh, he says something to Mando along the lines of, oh, you're not getting away. And then Mando gets away and he's like, damn it. I'll get you next time, Mandalorian. Like there's your, there's your That was some Saturday morning, morning cartoons. cartoons. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was so bad. I wasn't even going to, I I was <laughs> that a new one. That made beyond zero sense. Like they, yeah. it's like, I got you now. And then he just gone. <laughs> like What? They, he could just do that at any time. Why didn't he do that before the whole fight started? He could have just been like, oh, fuck you guys. He, he could have yeah, just took off. That made no sense. I will say the one thing I like is the design of the pirate captain, I think, looks pretty cool. I actually think he looks kind of neat. It's a little the different voice, odd. The voice sounded the voice really is familiar. Cool too. 
I don't know who that was, but I I have a feeling I that voice just sounded so. Didn't familiar. he have like leaves or moss on him, like in big dreadlocks or something? Like I just yeah, thought he, he looked uh, cool. Yeah, he did look cool. He he was like very algae slash moss grass looking thing. Well, and the thing is, I was thinking for a second, I'm like, oh boy, maybe this is a uh, someone Mando shouldn't fuck with. And then, all right, this guy's <laughs> an idiot. I'm like, all right, he just so... makes a clown out of him. Well, the other pirate I thought was an idiot. So now I'm like, well, maybe this guy will make the pirates not look like idiots. I'm like, okay, yeah, he's an now idiot. He's the like, pirates don't are trust pirates. And just explodes away. I'm like, that wasn't a moment where you say don't trust pirates. Of course you don't trust pirates. They, they force you to trust them because you don't have another option. Except apparently you do because you had the option the whole time and just decided not to do it. That's it. The whole pirate threat was really weird. Like. I don't know why they were in two different scenes. Like they were inept in two different scenes. Like I don't need to see an inept villain twice. It's one thing if you want to show him once to show how cool the hero is, but when you show him twice, it's just like, <laughs> what's the point? They were stupid the first time, and they're stupid the second time. Yeah, I, I, I didn't really get the pirates in this. I don't know if they're gonna be a. I assume they'll come back and be a thing in oh, the future. I guarantee too. they're gonna come back again. They have to. God. This is another reason I'm getting really sad. Everything that comes out of this episode <laughs> moving forward doesn't look good. Like, ugh. And then the last scene, uh, he goes to this planet. He says what it is, and I can't remember. It starts with a C, I think. He it's goes to part C of the, uh, <laughs> It's part of the Mandalore system, though. Yeah, and he f- finds a Mandalorian castle. I assume somehow he knew Bo-Katan would be there. I don't really know why he knew that, but it doesn't really matter. Let's see Either how... way, that castle looked really cool. That's a cool design for the castle. I mean, the Mandalorian castles, I'm sure there's a lot of lore behind that. I don't know of, but I liked how Bo Katan was just chilling on like a throne. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck she's doing there. I mean, she's lost her whole army, she which cool. she explains. And she basically says, you know, like, well, everything got fucked because I didn't have the Darksaber. So mm. that sucks, which I mean, kind of makes sense. I get how the. You know, the lore of the Darksaber and stuff. Um, I don't know how long since the season, the end of season two, like how long it's been. Like in what amount of time she lost all those forces? Like, has it been like a month? Has it been like two days? Right. (laughs) I mean, well, it can't be two days because we know that Grogu was with Luke at least for a little while. So the whole time Grogu was with Luke, I'd say at least a month. So I guess that's enough time to lose all the forces and stuff. But, um... I don't know, this scene was, this was the only scene that gives me hope for where this show's going, just because I'm like, okay, a Liberation of Mandalore plot is kind of a cool idea. I could get with that plot, but I don't know if that's even possible or makes any sense or what exactly that would mean. You know, there was, there was a lot of like, but also I really just want the Mandalorian to be like Bo-Katan and be like, yeah, take your helmet off. Who gives a shit? Like, why are you still doing this? Like, right. she, that's what she kind of was alluding to. And I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of with her. I don't know why you're still doing this. Um, so I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'd like to see more of Bo-Katan. I mean, she's one of the cooler characters that makes sense to show up in this show right now. So I hope we see more of her. I hope this wasn't like a one-time thing. She's like, all right, I lost everybody. Good luck. And then she just never shows up again. That would really suck nah, i, I really hope she shows up more but she seems 
Well, he's going to have to, I guess, convince her to have hope or something. She just doesn't care at the moment. She may end up challenging him for the Darksaber. Yeah, that would be an interesting dynamic. I'm not sure how they would pull that. Um, But she might. But honestly, the odd thing is I might cheer for her. Because Mandalorian's going to keep doing this stupid, like, I'm going to go into my cult. And she's right, it is a cult. (laughs) The stuff they believe is. And I mean, they just. It just looks really dumb. Like his motivation just looks dumb right now after everything he went through. And Bo Katan, if if it comes down to those two right now and Mando's gonna act like this, I hope Bo Katan wins and kills him and takes the Darksaber because she's more interesting right now. <laughs> after this episode, I'm like, boy, Mando's really boring. <laughs> like I really hope they don't keep going this direction with his character because he doesn't he just doesn't seem like the Mandalorian from the first two seasons. He think maybe the first five episodes. But, like, all the character development almost seems like it left them, unless I'm just not remembering uh, the, the seasons that well. But, yeah, so that that's that's the episode. Um, a lot did happen. There were a lot of plot lines they presented. Mm-hmm. I don't like most of them, though. <laughs> it's one of the problems. I'm, I hope they don't go with most of the plot lines. But I feel like they're setting themselves up for a story that I don't see myself liking. I think that's the biggest like said, problem I have. Maybe it's maybe it's best just to try to take the approach that I'm going to try to take with this, and that's just to enjoy the journey, I guess. Otherwise, I feel like this might get miserable. It might. <laughs> it wouldn't be my first fiore into misery. Well, I guess we'll see. I mean, it's one episode. I won't kill the whole season, but... uh. I'm not a. I had fun. I I, I thought hope. it was a fun episode. Was it dumb? Yeah, but it was fun. I had fun. Well, I'm glad one of us had fun. That's a fifty percent fun ratio. It's something. I'll take it. So we'll see. Um, so guys, thank you so much for listening. If you're watching this on YouTube, leave us a comment. Uh, do you have a comment for anybody that's made it this far? If they are listening on YouTube. Um, or watching on YouTube, I guess. Put death roll in the comments. Death roll, death roll in the comments. If you made it this far, thank you so much. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, which, uh, by the way, for anybody watching on YouTube, if you want to watch it, or if you want to listen to us as soon as possible, that will be the fastest way because that's going to go up first before the YouTube video, just because it's easier to get it up. So. If you find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify as Binge or Cringe, and it'll be in the description down below. So please check that out if you haven't before. And if you did listen on there, please leave us a review. Lots of words. Like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell for notifications. Thank you so much for watching or listening. And we will talk to you guys in the next uh, podcast. So uh, what's it going to be? Last of Us probably. Yeah, Last of Us. Probably. Maybe something else before that. Who knows? But anyway. See you then. Until next time. Until next time.